the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Did it pass the dog and frisbee test? That's the question I always ask about halftime shows. For several years now, I've been making it a point to avoid the Super Bowl halftime show. I take the dog for a walk or change the channel, depending on the weather. I didn't see one second of yesterday's halftime show until today when the videos were everywhere. And I don't think yesterday's passed the test, by the way. Now, I like watching scantily clad women dance as much as the next guy, or maybe I should say as much as the next cisgender male. But last night's show was over the top, which Super Bowl halftime shows are required to be. What I think is hilarious is the shock being expressed around the media over the NFL's blatant objectification of women. That's exactly what the entire show was about, and that either bothers you or it doesn't. But has anybody noticed that several teams have cheerleaders? And have you noticed that they're not wearing pleated skirts and bobby socks? Have you noticed that they're all pretty good looking and, let's say, in really good shape? Here's something that no NFL cheerleader has ever done. Lead a cheer. They're called cheerleaders. Have you ever seen one fan react to an NFL cheerleader with a cheer? Believe it or not, most NFL fans ignore the cheerleaders, but they've been around for about 40 years. The Steelers, to their credit, never have used them. And speaking of objectifying women, um, there's nothing more useless than a TV sideline reporter, and I have credibility on this subject because I've actually done it. When did women become more qualified to work on the sidelines? It seems like it evolved pretty quickly into being a job for attractive women. There are exceptions, of course, and the fact that they're good-looking doesn't mean they're not qualified. They can be both. And then there are the nodders, the pretty women who populate so many sports panel shows. They sit between two ex-players and nod, and every three or four minutes they say, we'll be right back, also useless. And it sets back the cause of women being taken seriously in sports about 20 years. Anyway, the Super Bowl is over, and tonight is caucus night. That's right, caucus night in Iowa. What's a caucus? Well, we're going to find out from a guy who's in Iowa when we come back. Stick around. We have a major problem here in Pennsylvania, very much like other addictions plaguing our communities. The threat is unregulated gambling on illegal slot machines, camouflaged as skill games. They're popping up everywhere at gas pumps, pizza parlors, and your local convenience store. State police describe these places as breeding grounds for loan sharking and money laundering. If you object to your community becoming a mini Las Vegas, make your voice heard. Call 1-888-472-4418. Report those places that are enticing our kids into gambling, disguised as entertainment. It's an activity that siphons money away from the Pennsylvania Lottery, whose proceeds go to supporting seniors in our state. Please phone now. This is serious. That number again is 1-888-472-4418. Paid for by Pennsylvanians Against Illegal Gambling. Executive Board Member Peter Shelley. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code half off. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code half off. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful. They have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and he guarantees they will be the most comfortable 
comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free, by calling 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free, call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code STAG. I'm Joe Don Rooney from Rascal Flats, and I absolutely love being a part of this band. It's an honor and really a lot of fun. Sometimes, though, you can feel the pressure to perform night after night. It can get stressful. Thankfully, I know my bandmates will look out for me, and I'll look out for them. When you see a friend feeling the effects of stress, let them know you're there for them. Sometimes that's all they need. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Just because it's cold outside, it doesn't mean you need to stop grilling. Not if you've got the right grill, and that would be a Solaire infrared grill. Solaire infrared grills perform equally well in the cold of winter as in the heat of summer. Just like you feel warm from the sun when you step out of the shadows, the Solaire infrared burners heat your food directly, not the air around the food like conventional grills do. The intense heat also results in the juiciest food you will ever taste from a grill, gas, charcoal, or otherwise. To get the great taste, it's all about the heat. And Solaire Infrared from BestHotGrill.com gets hotter than anything you've ever experienced. Try it yourself with the Solaire Demo Program. Solaire is truly the last grill you'll ever buy. Learn more about these amazing USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. In case you hadn't heard, tonight is Iowa caucus night, which means the 2020 election is officially official. People will be voting, uh, sort of, for their choice to be the Democrat nominee for president. Around here, we just vote. We don't need no stinking caucuses. But what will actually be going on out there in Iowa? John Daniel Davidson is the political editor at The Federalist. He's in Iowa. He joins us now. John, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So uh, you are in Iowa right now. Um, I'm just wondering, are, are there a lot of visible signs uh, when you're in Iowa on caucus day that it is caucus day? Oh, yeah, and there have been for some time. Uh, you know, there's just a flowering of signs and vehicles and, uh, uh, you know, like you would see on election day somewhere else. Oh, really? So, um uh, if I'm in Iowa and I I choose to caucus, uh, how do I choose where to do it and whom to do it with? And when does it start? Is it, does it go on all day? Does it start tonight? How does it work? It starts this evening. You would go to a, your local precinct, and if you're an Iowan and, and you vote, uh, you, you are aware of, of uh, where to go. It's usually school gymnasiums or churches or other, other gathering places. You go to your precinct, uh, which is just, uh, the district, the, the unit for where you live, uh, with, with usually a couple hundred other people. Now, some of the precincts in Des Moines and in Ames can be as many as a thousand people in one precinct, but most of them are a couple hundred. Uh, and you gather there at the appointed time. Uh, and, uh, and then the caucusing will begin. Uh, I, I can't believe, I can't remember the exact time, uh, but it's this early this evening for most caucuses. Oh, so it's just, it's the same as, uh, if it's, um, a primary or if it's a general election, you go to your assigned polling place? Sure, with the exception that in some states and areas, you, you can just go to any polling place in the county. Uh, and vote there. Here you go to a, a precinct that you're assigned to based on where you live. Uh, so the other people there are going to be your neighbors, the people okay. who, who live nearby. The, the phrase here among organizers and activists is, uh, go to, go to your caucus and bring your neighbor. Uh, cause they, they of course want to get as many people out to these things as possible. And, uh, if you're going to your precinct, caucus, then your neighbor is eligible to go, too, as so, long as they're a Democrat. So what's interesting about that is that um, 
a lot of people, I think most people, guard who they voted for pretty pretty um, strongly. They, you know, they're 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 very um, private when it comes to who they're voting for. But this gets it right out there in the open, doesn't it? Your next door neighbor now knows who you like. That's right. I had one uh, Polk County Democratic official explain it to me this way. She said that we vote in public and we vote with our bodies. Uh, and that's really a good summation of how caucusing works. You physically go to the part of the room that's designated for a certain candidate and everybody can see who you're, you know, which, which part of the room you're standing in. Um, and then the, uh, the caucus goers actually like, it, you know, after the initial vote, uh, if there's any, if there's anyone who picked a candidate that didn't receive enough votes to achieve viability, which is about 15%, they try to convince the uncommitted, uh, caucuses to go into this camp or to that camp. So there's actual persuasion going on at these caucuses in real time, which is uh, uh, also very unusual. So if I, so tonight I go to vote and I go into uh, the high school cafeteria where they're, where the caucusing is going on, and when I walk in, are there are there uh, is there a table for Bernie Sanders, a table for Elizabeth Warren, and so on, and then and then yes. um, and there might be one person sitting uh, at uh, a I don't know, pick a name, somebody at one of the more obscure people's table, and then the other tables try to convince that one person to come over to them. Yeah, essentially that's that's right. You go into the caucus uh, location, you know, like you said, a high school gymnasium or something, and there'll be different uh, tables set up in the room, you know, in the gymnasium for for each candidate. And usually, you know, people, because there's so many people, they'll, they'll line up, there'll be long lines in front of each uh, area of the room for each candidate. Uh, and then, you know, an obscure candidate, let's say Tom Steyer or something like that, uh, you know, if, if, if on the first vote, the Tom Steyer table it doesn't have at least 15% of the, the total number of people at, at that caucus, then, uh, then those people have a choice to make. They can either join one of the other, uh, campaigns, you know, go to another candidate's corner of the room and join them, or they can remain independent, uh, and, and not choose, uh, a candidate. And, uh, uh, and then, you know, this goes on, this, this period of deliberation goes on for a set amount of time, and then they have a, a second or final vote. And after that, everybody's locked into to wherever they are in the room. And then, um, at at what point during the process uh, is it announced that you know we have a we have a verdict, we have a winner, and everything stops and a, a winner is declared, or is it that simple? Well, it's not quite that simple. Uh, it, it used to be that the Iowa Democratic Party would only release the what what's called the um, the delegate count equivalence and that is you know at the end of the voting however many um, however many voters there are per candidate they get assigned delegates to the, the county convention and and the state convention and they would report the number of delegates per candidate um, but this time around they're also going to report the raw vote totals so for, for both rounds and then the delegate count. So in the first round of voting, you know, uh, maybe Bernie Sanders comes out with the most number of, of raw votes, right, the popular vote. Uh, and and then in the second round of voting, it's it switches around and, and Joe Biden, you know, has the most number of raw votes in the second round. But then because of the way delegates are, are assigned to each precinct and each part of part of the state. It may be that that Pete Buttigieg gets the most delegates, even though Bernie Sanders got the most raw votes. And so you have three different candidates who could plausibly claim victory based upon counting three different things that happen on caucus night. Well, well we're dealing with politicians. 
So you just said yeah. a couple of magic <laughs> words there, plausibly claim victory. Um, that's I right. guess that's three words, but but uh, the, I, the danger of that happening would seem to me to be pretty strong. That's yeah, and it, and it could happen. It, it it really could happen if it's really a, a close race, and uh, and depending on how those those undecided voters in the second round, depending on how much of a shift there is, you really could have a scenario where if not victory, at least three different candidates could claim that, uh, that, you know, they, they had a strong showing or that they had the support of the Iowa voters or some other kind of politician's phrase to make it seem like they came out on top. Uh, but what you may not have is, is any clear decisive winner after tonight. Yeah. And, and so if there is no clear decisive winner, what, what did we do with all this for? Well, there's actually a long tradition of the Iowa caucuses going back to 1972 when Iowa became the first in the nation contest for for presidential nominations. Often candidates who don't win the Iowa caucus will nevertheless claim validation if they do better than expected or if they if they have a, a, you know a, a surprising level of support that the media didn't see. You know, George McGovern uh, finished third in the Iowa caucuses, but it was it was considered a, a, a victory for him because he did so much better than anybody expected. And so, uh, you know, th- th- there's like I said, there's a long tradition of that happening, and that, that may happen again tonight, especially with such a big Democratic field. There's a few candidates that you know haven't been polling very high, and if they do better in the in the actual voting than they have in the polling. Well, then they may claim that victory as well. We're talking to John Daniel Davidson. He's the uh, political editor at The Federalist, and he is on the ground in Iowa, where it's a big deal and where the media will be going crazy tonight with whatever results they can they are able to come up with. Um, so uh, what's a good turnout? I mean, how many people will, will do this? Because this is more than just showing up and uh, and. F- and placing your, you know, placing your vote, uh, either in a machine yeah. or however you do it. This is, as, as you said, you vote with your body. You show up. You have people yelling at you. You have to spend some time on this. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot different than a primary, and it's a lot higher bar uh, than a primary, which, as you say, is just just like a normal election. You just show up, go into a voting booth, and pull the lever, press the button, and, and it's done. This is much more time consuming. Uh, much more involved. Uh, it's harder to understand, obviously. Um, but Iowans have sort of this proud tradition of caucusing. They they are engaged in it. It's a community event. Uh, last week, uh, different groups were hosting caucus simulations for first-time caucus goers so they would know and understand how the process works. There was a beer caucus, there was a food caucus, there was a TV show caucus. Uh, and, and so there, there's a there's sort of a cultural tradition here of caucusing, which means that more people are going to participate in these these events than would it in some other state that doesn't have the tradition of caucusing. Now, one thing that I heard from a lot of Democratic organizers and, and officials is that there's been a concerted effort over the past uh, several years to engage new voters, new Democratic voters in the caucus process, and that there's been a huge surge in interest, especially since the midterm elections, but it generally since Trump's election. So they're expecting a lot more uh, participation this time around than they had in 2016, uh, and a lot of more first-time caucus voters, uh, which you could add to the confusion, uh, but certainly adds to the uncertainty. Wow. Um, so and you know, this this caucus simulation, uh, you say there was a beer one and a TV show. So uh, the tables are set up, and if you like Budweiser, you sit at one table, and they show you how it's going to work, where you get talked into <laughs> it or out of it, out of wherever you're sitting. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You, and, you know, there were some people that even hosted uh, – caucus simulations with food where it was a potluck and everybody brought you know a different dish and then you have short presentations uh (laughs) whether it's for beer or tv shows or food um 
and then people go to the the different part of the room where they're where they choose. And you know, when you talk to people here, when you talk to caucus voters, um, people who are doing it for their first time, or people who who have been doing it for years, you know, they they have a. Uh, uh, most people have like a first and a second and a third choice yeah. uh, already picked out ahead of time, you know, so they know where they're going to go if their preferred candidate doesn't achieve viability. You know, I, I talked to one guy, he's a, he supports Senator Amy Klobuchar, uh, but he knows that she hasn't been polling very high. And so his backup candidate is Elizabeth Warren, and he's going to go to Elizabeth Warren on the second vote. And so a lot of voters have already kind of worked this out. Uh, and on the other hand, a lot of first-time voters are um, trying to edu- have been trying to educate themselves about the caucus process, and they don't necessarily have a, a first choice picked out. They're going to decide on caucus night. They're going to decide tonight. And in fact, a, a Monmouth University poll came out last week that said nearly half of Iowa caucus goers say that they're undecided. Uh, so. There's the uncertainty for you again. We, we, you know, anything could happen tonight. So what? Uh, what are the candidates doing here today and, and yesterday? You know, in, this la- in the last uh, day or two uh, leading up to all this. Well, for the past week, the candidates have been, um, you know, making their closing arguments to to Iowa voters. Uh, they've been holding. Uh, rallies. They've been holding uh, conversations in coffee shops. Uh, not just the candidates, but but uh, especially the the Senate candidates who have been stuck in Washington D.C. over the past week. Their surrogates have been here. Bernie Sanders' wife, Jane Sanders, has been uh, driving around the state in a bus uh, holding events. Uh, AOC has been campaigning for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's scary. Uh, <laughs> you have. Uh, so, so, so this weekend, now the candidates, the Senate candidates, everyone's finally able to to be in the state. Uh, uh, so this past weekend, anyway. So, um, so, so you did see uh, Joe Biden crisscrossing the state, and Pete Buttigieg, Andrew Yang, they've all been in the state hosting events pretty aggressively, uh, and and campaigning hard. Um, uh, and and there's signs of that everywhere. It's like uh, it's like on the eve of a general election. Uh, in Iowa right now. Talking to John Daniel Davis and just finishing up here, he's a political editor at the Federalist and he's in Iowa for the Iowa caucus tonight. Um, so um, is it just between Bernie and Joe? Is that it? You think uh, is, uh, is there, and if who, and if that's the case, who's going to be the close number three? Yeah, I, I think that is the case. Uh, I think Bernie Sanders is going to do very well uh, tonight in Iowa. He has a very strong uh, campaign uh, apparatus, There's a lot of enthusiasm for him, uh, and uh, and and the story of the night might just be Joe Biden's underperformance. Oh. Um, I, I I didn't actually meet a single voter who said that their number one choice was Joe Biden. Wow! So uh, so, so you could see a really strong Bernie performance. I think uh, the third place may, in this case, be a distant third. In the scenarios we were talking about earlier, where you know, it's super close and it's a crowded field and three candidates could claim victory. I don't suspect that will happen. I'm wary of making predictions, but I suspect it'll be a, a largely a two-way contest uh, with Bernie coming out with a decisive victory in Iowa. Well, I'm out of time, John. Just one quick, quick thing. I have less than 30 seconds. Just it doesn't seem to me that this would be something that would appeal to young people. And Bernie Sanders, uh, that's his that's where that's his people, young people, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Except, as I mentioned, you know, the, the party has been making uh, really concerted efforts to get young people involved, to get new first time voters involved. There's big uh, political campaign presence uh, at the universities and on the campuses uh, here in Iowa. And. Uh, and so I think you may see a higher turnout among younger voters this time than they have in the past. Hey, John, thanks a lot. Be looking for your reports from out of there. I really appreciate uh, you clearing this up for us. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. That's John Daniel Davidson of The Federalist, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Conservative radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh announcing he will begin receiving treatments for a diagnosis of advanced lung cancer. He expressed his appreciation to family, friends, staff, and audience, and expressed his intention to continue to work as much as possible, but did acknowledge that he would be away from his weekday program as the treatments begin. House impeachment managers and the defense team have made their final arguments as President Trump's impeachment trial continues. Individual senators will now have an opportunity to speak out on the impeachment in short 10-minute speeches. A final vote still scheduled for Wednesday. On Wall Street, stocks were higher today, receiving or recovering some of their losses from earlier. Weeks that now gained 143 points. The Nasdaq up 122 and the S&P picked up 23. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Larry Elder sees a very biased impeachment process. 89% of Democrats want Trump out, even though fewer Republicans supported an inquiry in the House and fewer Republicans supported either of the two articles of impeachment. Can you say the most one-sided partisan impeachment in the history of this country? The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. Choose E-Verify, the enhanced employment eligibility verification tool that can confidently confirm work eligibility. They've got a new look and the process has never been better. Check it out and get started at eVerify.gov slash go. The Allegheny Institute for Public Policy has been Greater Pittsburgh's trusted source for sound public policy analysis since 1995. About to celebrate its 25th anniversary, the think tank's research, education, and advocacy have steadfastly worked to defend taxpayers and businesses against the inefficiency and intrusiveness of ever-expanding burdensome government. You can join the cause today by making a tax-deductible donation by visiting AlleghenyInstitute.org. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code half off. That's puretalkusa.com. Dot com, promo code half off. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. All stacked up on the Parkway East on the outbound side. Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. Inbound also heavy as you make your way down to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, heavy volume outbound, Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. And inbound, Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Also seeing delays inbound of 376 from the Airport Expressway to 60. Heavy inbound 28, Highland Park Bridge jammed approaching Route 8 from an earlier crash. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Turning cloudy tonight, remaining mild with a shower or two late, low 50. A few showers tomorrow, cloudy and mild, high 54. 
Cloudy and colder tomorrow night. A bit of rain, low 31. Colder for Wednesday, mostly cloudy, high 36. Thursday, occasional rain and drizzle. High Thursday, 51. Colder for Friday, high 34. If you're accurate with the forecast, I'm Brian May. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, it's, uh, it is Iowa caucus night, and uh, you heard uh, John Daniel Davidson uh, try to explain what that is. I don't know if that if you were listening, if, it's, if you can still figure it out, but it seems to me like it's mostly people going into giant rooms, big rooms like gymnasiums and auditoriums and school cafeterias and, I don't know, libraries, whatever, and you go sit at a table and you um, you sit at a table for Bernie Sanders, you sit at a table for Elizabeth Warren and and then some of the lesser candidates, and uh, if you've been sitting at your table and you see that there are only like one or two other people there, then the uh, the people from the more crowded table, like the Elizabeth Warren table or the Bernie Sanders table, they, they try to convince you to come over to their side. Uh, the scary thing is that um, Bernie Sanders is leading uh, in the polls there, and it's, uh, it's looking like Bernie is going to win. But the scary thing is that uh, what, what, Bernie is, um, what Bernie is proposing, some of, the things, some, <clears throat> some of the things that he's proposing, it's amazing uh, how, how crazy this guy is. And according to uh, some of the polls that are out there, um, he is the leading candidate and he's going to win tonight. Um, and, get, and he is... Most um, um, most popular among young people, believe it or not, and well, I guess you should believe that because he's an idiot. I, but but he's he is the leader among people under uh, thirty, I guess, uh, by a big margin over Elizabeth Warren. And apparently, most and, uh, with this the way the caucus works, who your second and third choice is is also important, um, and. Um, so if you, you know, who your second choice is, is a big deal. So it looks like that, uh, and I guess this isn't surprising, that the second choice for Bernie Sanders people is um, Elizabeth Warren. We'll take your phone calls, by the way. I don't have a guest here in this segment, and uh, every now and then we like to take a phone call if you're up to it. Uh, you want to talk about this or the Super Bowl halftime show, which I talked about in the in the opening of the show. It's uh, 844-302-1250. Uh, give me a call, but I was I was looking at these the polls and uh, uh, seeing that Bernie is in a very strong position. Um, and uh, according to Data for Progress, it says that progressives progressives are in a strong position. This is their conclusion after their polling. Progressives are in a strong position for a victory, but even if a moderate candidate does claim victory on Monday, the facts remain the same. The Democratic base is in favor of big. Progressive ideas. Do you know what a big progressive idea is for Bernie Sanders? Um, well, what, as most socialists, or as any socialist would be in favor of, would be taking over private companies. And Bernie, are you ready for this? And this shouldn't surprise anybody. What should surprise everybody is that there are more than three people in the country who would even consider having this guy uh, be a dog catcher, much less be president of the United States. But he's, uh, he's calling for the federal takeover of electricity production. Yeah, this is according to Politico. Uh, he's put nationalizing health insurance at the center of his presidential campaign. That's free health care for everybody. But his, potential, but his proposal to fight climate change also calls for a government takeover of a fundamental segment of the economy, electricity production. It's a 16, uh, he has a $16 trillion climate change plan. And it would transition U.S. electricity generation away from fossil fuels and to renewable resources like wind, solar, and hydropower by 2030. That's 10 years. 10 years from now, no more uh, coal, and I guess no more fossil fuels at all. No more gas, oil, natural gas. Uh, the green energy push would uh, just knock a lot, of, um, a lot of the top businesses in the country right out of business. Um 
Uh, this is according to uh, Josh Freed. He's the head of energy and climate p- policy at um, Third Way. He says, what the Sanders proposal would do is create an 800-pound federally owned power gorilla that would make it very hard for the existing generators to compete. I think a plan like this would turn off voters in large parts of the country. It would have challenges in Pennsylvania, Michigan, a lot of the states that are competitive for the election. The guy doesn't have a prayer of winning in Pennsylvania if he gets the nomination. So let's hope he gets the nomination. And let's go to uh, Rob in Bethel Park. Thanks for calling, Rob. What's up? Hey, John. I love your show. I Thank never you. miss it. And Thank you. I agree with you on almost everything. But I got to tell you, I disagree with you on the cheerleader uh, thing that you mentioned earlier in the uh, show. Uh, especially since I'm married to a former NFL cheerleader. Okay. And they uh, they do stir up the crowd, especially before the game. And uh, she would uh, definitely argue with you, too, that uh, they do pay attention to them quite 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 uh, quite well. Well, but I, 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 I'm not saying they don't pay attention to them, Rob. I, think they, I just don't think they pay attention to them because they're looking to be led in a cheer. You know what I mean? No, Maybe I before agree, the game I they agree. do. That ain't why they're out there, I, Rob. With all due respect to your wife, you know. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, uh, we both watched the halftime show last night, and she was just like, and of course, being that she did a lot of dancing and cheering, she was just like, this is over the top, this was ridiculous, and it was. uh, We were very disappointed in it. But, uh, oh, and one other thing I got to let you know, too, uh, the Steelers, Actually, were the first NFL team to actually have cheerleaders. I know, you Robert know Morris. They, were, they went to Robert Morris, and I went to school. That was one of my many colleges that I tried and failed at. Uh, and I went there when the, the Steelers cheerleaders were from Robert Morris, but they wore bobby socks, saddle shoes, and pleated skirts. <laughs> yeah, you probably are, right. Are you, no, I know that. I mean, I used to, they, used to, they used to do little routines in the... Uh, in the cafeteria at the downtown campus of Robert Morris, um, you probably you must not be old enough to remember, but they they were they were cheerleader cheerleader. They actually did try to lead cheers. Problem was there were about twelve thousand people at the games because they were Steelers were so bad. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, hey John, I just wanted to uh, finally call in and tell you I never miss your show. Uh, keep it up. Hope you stay on for a long time. Thanks, man. So do I. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for calling. Uh, let's let's go to Take Mike. Care. Thank you, Rob. Mike, you're up. Hey, John. Great show. Thank you. Hey, I was wondering if you happened to see the article about a week ago. Uh, some restaurants in California, of course, are imposing a one percent climate change surcharge <laughs> to the yeah. bill. Yeah. Did you, did you say it? No, no. What what is what and what is what does the one percent that they the, the where does the money go that they raise with the one percent? Yeah, it has well it, um, to build the infrastructure for the money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my wife said, well, you know, on a fifty dollar bill, it's only fifty cents, but it's I don't care what know, it is if it's if it's five cents, uh, yeah. it's still it's, yeah. they're taking your money. You know, uh, that's how one of the things that I've always thought about with taxes is that, you know, the the people who argue in favor of taxes or who think that you're greedy, if you think that you're being taxed too much, they'll say, well, it's only one percent, you know, and then another tax is only two percent. And then your income tax is only seven percent and your Social Security is only six percent. Pretty soon you're up to 30 percent, which means that when you go out to work on Monday morning, uh, you're not working for you. You're working for the government. And then when you go out on Tuesday morning, you're still not working for yourself. Maybe if you're lucky, late and late Tuesday afternoon, you might be working for yourself. But usually it's Wednesday before you you finished working for somebody else, meaning the government. So I I have no use for the uh, 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 income tax or these taxes that the, the politicians think they can just throw out there and then tell you, oh come on, it's only one percent. Yeah, well then, well, I mean, if this was uh, the, the restaurants, if they're charging this, then how or why don't they stop using their gas or and or electric stoves to yeah. make the food? Right. That's a you know use uh, solar panels or windmills to. Well, <laughs> and the, and the thing uh, we uh, we've talked to several experts about this, and 
the people who want to get rid of fossil fuels and go with uh, wind, uh, wind and solar, you mm-hmm. have you have to build the you have to build the, all those windmills. Okay, yeah. What are you going to use to build them and to to and to um, erect them? And to move, you know, mm-hmm. to carry them to the spot where you want to erect them. Yeah. You're going to put them on a big truck, or you're going to have horses pulling them on a, you know. Yeah. A, it's going to it's going to require mm-hmm. a lot of fossil fuel to make the material that you use to make the fan, uh, the, yeah, the windmill. Never. Yeah. It's, it never ends. The only hey, the only problem with your show. Yep. It's on, it's only on for an hour. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's uh, that that can be a problem. Except that's that's pretty nice <laughs> that I get to leave here at six instead of seven. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I I, uh, I I get out of work at five, and it takes me almost an hour to get home, so it's perfect. But I just wish it was two or three hours long. Well, I, I appreciate that, Mike. I really do. Thanks yep. for listening. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks John. All right, we'll All talk right. to you. Um, and I, I want to go on with this the the, the Bernie Sanders thing. Uh, just he wants to. It just he he's the leading candidate. I hope he wins in a landslide tonight. By the way, in Iowa. Just to, because the Democrats are going to their their heads are going to explode because they know he can't win, um, but um, Sanders' um, national policy director is Josh Orton, and he says he's talking about the climate change threat, and he says this threat is beyond ideology. It's a question of you're ready, life and death, and he says that's why Bernie's plan is not only the most comprehensive but is truly the only plan that makes the investments necessary. To Necessary to prevent irreversible damage to the planet. Oh, boy. Sanders plans to use the EPA to set strict carbon dioxide emission limits, much more stringent than Obama's EPA rules for power plants that were rolled back by the Trump administration to force utilities to retire coal and gas plants. How do you think that'll go over when Bernie shows up here in western Pennsylvania or... uh, and and he starts talking about getting rid of coal and natural gas and no more fracking. He he, he wouldn't get ten percent of the vote uh, outside of Allegheny, outside of uh, Pittsburgh and maybe Allegheny County. Uh, his his campaign insists that changes to government owned uh, uh, companies will not be a big deal. He says Sanders could use the and, and he says that he can if he doesn't do this by getting it through the Senate through the House. Uh, Sanders could use, are you ready, the president's power to declare a national emergency on climate, which would give him broad authority to reshape the utilities, but would likely be challenged in court. You think? Uh, Climate activists from the Democratic Socialists of America have called for San Francisco. This is what this is all through the Democratic Party now. They want San Francisco to take over parts of Pacific Gas and Electric. Um, This is what socialists do. They know what's best for you, and they don't want private business, and they want the government to control everything. Energy analysts, however, caution that Sanders' 2030 plan would require, are you ready for this, a federal infrastructure investment not seen since the construction of the interstate highway system. So, you know, Route 79, uh, Route 80 going west, east. You know, that took a while to get that all planned and built. It takes some time and some money to build those roads. But uh, Bernie's plan would require a federal infrastructure investment not seen since the construction of the interstate highway system. Now, that, that construction began in the 50s. So that's we're talking about a long time ago, 70 years ago, 65 years ago. Uh, and Bernie has this all figured out. And, of course, when you ask Bernie how he plans to pay for it, he gets mad. I don't care how much it costs. Well, this is something that has to be done. He gets mad when you ask him. There's plenty of uh, sound bites out there with him getting angry when he's asked to explain how he's going to pay for this stuff. Well, that's Bernie. Again, the caucus tonight. I hope he wins in a landslide. And when we come back, we're going to hear some insanity from Adam Schiff today. We'll stick around. Obamacare, Trump Care. 
ACA, Cobra. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Todd Marley at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roof roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses. And right now, listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash America. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash America. She's such a beautiful little puppy. I mean, we walk around the block and neighbors always say, her hair is so beautiful. Healthy and shiny and glossy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Fatty acids, omega-3s, and omega-6s are great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. I would really recommend people starting their puppies on Dynavite before they get into what I would call the misery index. Bad skin, bad ears, bad breath. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the allergies, grass, pollen, dust dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog foods. Dynavite for life. This is Ed Lukasevic. And Cindy Lukasevic. Inviting you and your pets to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Uh, a couple of quick things here about uh, Bernie. One thing about the climate, there's someone at the University of North Umbria, a uh, professor, Valentina Zakharova. Uh, she is now saying that there's something called a solar minimum developing, which means the sun is producing uh, less energy than it normally does. And guess what that could mean? <laughs> Global cooling. That's what she's saying. Look out for. Could mean a drop in temperature of a degree, which would mean... Less uh, production, agriculture production, and, you know, so that's just one scientist, but I'm just telling you that it's out there. Meanwhile, while you think about Bernie Sanders possibly winning, and I hope in a landslide tonight, remember what uh, Project Veritas found when they went undercover and recorded one of his organizers in Iowa. Listen to this. And, like, that was the intention of of gulag right it's like not only to like limp to like remove the like people that were like insidious to the state from the state like 
hey, you guys are all causing problems. You're like working against the revolution. We're just going <laughs> to remove you and put you in and, Siberia and, where you learn the f***ing value of like being a comrade. <laughs> like, I mean, and that's like, you know, that's what it has to be. Like, our prisons in the United States right now are far worse, far worse than anything that they experienced in f***ing gulag. Like, people get raped. People f***ing work 12 hours a day. People have to go fight fires in California for a dollar. You know what I mean? Like, that up. That's super Yeah. Um, Soviet Union didn't do that Like... The gulags, he was saying, were better than... They weren't that bad. Uh, Bernie's a guy who went on his honeymoon to the Soviet Union, okay? Back in the middle of the Cold War. <laughs> he's gonna. He's likely to win that. I hope he wins. Oh, boy, I hope he wins big. Then there's Adam Schiff. Uh, believe it or not, they're still talking about impeachment uh, uh, in, in the Senate. Here's Adam Schiff today. We'll listen to this for as long as I can go before I throw up. Would not make it. At least he wouldn't in 1998. But this has become the president's defense. And yet, this defense proved indefensible. If abuse of power is not impeachable, even though it is clear the founders considered the highest of all high crimes and misdemeanors, but if it were not impeachable, then a whole range of utterly unacceptable conduct in a president would now be beyond reach. Trump could offer Alaska to the Russians in exchange for support in the next election or decide to move to Mar-a-Lago permanently and let Jared Kushner run the country, delegating to him the decision whether to go to war. Because those things are not necessarily criminal, this argument would allow that he could not be impeached for such abuses of power. Of course, this would be absurd. Thanks a lot, Adam. Um, Adam Schiff for brains. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump might sell Russia, Alaska to the Russians. You know, there's a there's a scene in Woody Allen's movie Bananas where the the guy who wins the revolution, he's like a Castro type figure, and he finally takes over the government, and he announces, and in, in to the horror of all the people who supported him, thinking he was going to make things better, he announces that from now on. Everyone will wear their underwear on the outside. That could happen with with Donald Trump. It could happen. Adam Schiff, good to have you around. Thanks, pal. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.